electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber. Futures are steady coming off of Monday's big upside reversal. Of course, Congress passes that uh, long-awaited COVID relief package, sends it to the White House. We are watching U.K. sentiment as the EU recommends all member nations discourage non-essential travel to and from the U.K. Our roadmap begins with Apple this morning and its reported plans for a self-driving car by the year 2024. Then, no str- new strain, no problem, what the vaccine makers are saying about the latest variants of COVID in the UK. And later, Jedi Blue, an explanation of Facebook and Google's secret packs. Some interesting stuff in those lawsuits against those two companies, Carl. All right. Lots to kick around this morning, guys. Uh, we're going to start, though, I guess, Jim, broadly with the markets. Uh, Tom Lee with his note out this morning saying the kinds of uh, upside positive reversals that we got yesterday are not the kinds of things you see when equities are truly topping. He's right. Uh, I thought that yesterday was one of those days where people said, oh, thank heavens, I got a chance to get in, get in before the end of the year. Um, there were many stocks that came back that, from many different groups as if almost, you know, there's something for everyone. I know that that seems like pangloss, but David, when you see, uh, I mentioned on the Mad Dash, Microsoft. Microsoft was uh, down. And I said, this is the one to watch. This is the key to the market. If they can get this thing moving because it got a substantial upgrade from Citi. David, the stock closed up four. That's people who want in who haven't had a chance. Uh, and what's incredible to me, David, is who's still left? And it's not in, but it seems like there's always someone. I guess there's still, yeah, there's a good amount of cash that's in cash. Yes. Uh, which you can understand to a certain extent, or that's in bonds earning virtually nothing. You heard Jim Paulson just saying, actually, be careful. Rates were to rise significantly. Obviously, your bond prices uh uh, get hurt. Yeah, Jim, it's interesting. You know, although you could also argue yesterday was a strange day because in some ways it was surprising we were down as much on the UK strain news, which wasn't clear, at least, I think, that how much of a negative it, it is or will be in terms of uh, uh, transmissibility. Virulence doesn't seem to be impacted, no. thankfully, for the virus itself. Although I think many, there are expectations over time, and this is perhaps hopefully a long time, there will be significant mutations in COVID that will, in fact, evade the vaccine over time, and it will have to change. Well, one of the things that kind of went unnoticed yesterday was the CDC changed its rules. It changed its view on uh, COVID. They decided that it was by droplet, by aerosol, uh, which is one of the reasons why people feel that masks are essential. Uh, it, it, not by t- as much by touch and not as much by surface, uh, not as much by handshake. Although those are obviously all kind of off the table, but 
by, by droplets. And that means that when you're at one place at a bar or a restaurant and you have COVID, you are by droplet able to transmit it to other people. That has been what I regard as being the most dangerous thing. Uh, it, it, the fact that the C- CDC just kind of snuck it out there just shows you once again that uh, we're dealing with uh, let's just say, less than optimal way to be able to disseminate news. Carl, the idea that it's uh, droplets, <laughs> that it's aerosol. Well, thanks. Thanks for nothing, guys. In December, we learned it's aerosol. Uh, we thought it was handshake. But yeah. people who well, no, uh, no, people, Jim. it's incredible to me that just kind of changed it. Yeah, I think Gallup had some uh, poll data last couple of weeks and they asked Americans uh, among different agencies what how would they approve? What percentage would approve of the communications coming out of agencies? CDC got 31 oh. percent of Americans saying that their communications were strong. I oh, mean, I exactly remember. to your point. We're yeah. 10 months into this thing. I mean, look, there are major implications to having it be aerosol. Uh, no, I, but Jim, you're saying well, it like we haven't been talking about this for months. You've been talking about this for months. But what, am I the nobody's CDC? To- no, but nobody's been talking about getting it necessarily or not as from from countertops and things like that. I mean, I stopped Cloroxing all my groceries six months ago. But, David, there's a lot of people who think that the way to defeat this thing is to wash your hands for 30, 30 well, seconds. it helps. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, but, but the idea that, you, that it's by aerosol means, frankly, the whole six-foot rule is a joke. Let me send you some. I can send you some. Well, this well, space is a little wider. This means you've got to wear a mask inside. I know, but you see, David, when there's you're a lot around of people. Other people. A lot of people who feel that masks are just a uh, suppression. I'm aware. I'm aware. 74 million, I think. I'm aware. Half the country. Uh, yes, a lot of people. Well, that's half the country that you would not want to go to a bar A lot of people, with. which is so why let's just close the bars rage, the but country. thankfully there is a vaccine that is getting distributed, and we're following that. You don't think closely. that's a hoax? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, it's funny, Carl, how his, it's funny after the, now uh, he's all, he's on a different page now. Have you no, I just that? read since, the stories since like since the election, do. I don't I know. Mean, there's like three companies, I mean, there was an article today about what companies, Carl, are requiring people to take the vaccine. It's like Marriott. I mean, you know, hello, the polio was defeated because everyone took it. Everyone. I mean, Taiwan defeated it. They had their first case, 24 million people. Had their first case of COVID in seven months. But why? Because of masks. But you've got all these people here. When you mention masks, they just say, well, look, this is, I mean, it's almost like it's a communist tool to take away our liberties. No, it's a way to, like, and then, and then it's like, oh, well, why do we save these bits? The soil and green thing, the useless eaters, the people over 75. What are they? You know, David, they're over 75. It's okay. Because they're over 75. Are you all right with that? No, I'm not. David, they're just in, no, David, they're just in, in assisted living. I, I believe no? they are people. That's a statement. Yes. Can I, can I tweet well, that? Because that's from Soylent Green, you know. They are people. Yes. yes. Do, you know, um, do, you know the book to, do you know the book to serve man? Yes, I do. And what is it? A cookbook. Jeez, you are so in, oh, that's because you were winner in Jeopardy. Well, yeah. been, I mean, the Jeopardy never stops. He is the winner in Jeopardy. <laughs> I'm just trying to just say that it's just to go back to the CDC to wrap that up. The 31 percent, whatever they communicate, I would have hoped that would have been around 90 because they're scientists. But science is so in dispute right now that it's almost like we favor coal over other forms of. Mm, yeah, we do. 
Jim, we want to we want to talk some of this Apple car news before we get to it really quick. I hope you guys won't mind. Alaska Air is on the tape uh, with this new agreement with Boeing to buy 68 Maxes with an option for another 52. Phil LeBeau is going to talk to the CEO at 1030 this morning, Jim. But that's that's a large deal. And by the way, American begins its first Max flights a week from today. Look, yesterday's stock was down very badly. Why? Of course, because we're in a situation where uh, the super whatever UK I, talk about something that you just drop and it's like, thank you. All right. Well, thank you for that total lack of information. Let's sell Boeing on that. But this is very significant because, remember, there are a lot of people who felt that this thing would never, ever fly with the, with the airlines. For instance, Alaska Air is a very good airline. It's a very big order and it's significant. And don't forget, what did Boeing tell me? Uh, what did Calhoun tell me? Uh, a Biden regime. If, the, if Biden does not stick the finger in the eye of President Xi, is going to produce, they believe, some substantial wide-body orders. David, they make a fortune on wide-bodies. That's their key product, wide-bodies. Well, it's just that they kind of haven't sold any lately because no. there's not a lot of trips to Europe right now. There are No, there's not a lot of trips anywhere uh, right now. I mean, no. Asia's moving along okay. Well, no, no, there's the many, the they have many cities, the Tier 3 cities, that don't really have a lot of they can use the Max, Supermax. Right. I know you've been there, so you know what the t- Tier 3 cities are. Well, yeah, a Tier 3 city in China is It's like, like the size of what, Chicago? Yeah. East, no, it's like the size of New York. Yeah. What's Tier 4? <laughs> I don't know. They must have like 7,000 sports Chicago. teams. It's how many, incredible. How many sports teams they have? If they got yeah, like- I don't know, but the, it's, yeah, the size of these cities is, is stunning. Stunning. Well, Carl, it's a big order. It's not incremental. It's not. It certainly is a surprise. And, you know, I think that Phil does great work. And this is big uh, because there's a, there may be even a comeback in. I mean, Alaska Air flies. Well, Alaska Air flies in the, the Pacific. Yeah, yep, right. they do. Yeah. Uh, we'll watch that, guys. Of course, the other big story of the morning is this Reuters report that Apple is thinking of a 2024 timeline for its own self-driving vehicle, Jim. Uh, we've talked a lot about Project Titan, as it's been known over the years. Uh, some back and forth, some layoffs here and there. It's now got a new leader in uh, Apple's AI chief. And some discussion this morning that uh, if there's one thing Tim Cook does, Jim, it's deliver reliable products when he says he's going to deliver them. Right. I I spoke to Apple this morning. They have an official no comment, which means no comment. I'm not going to read into it that no comment means, wow, comment, just no comment. But I would say that why wouldn't they be after something with uh, the total addressable market of the 12 billion cars? I mean, you want to be the the whatever number of cars have been produced. But, David, people want to be in cars. Uh, in, in, if you go to China, right, the, the kinds of cars that people talk about there and the EV cars. Yes. If you have a good EV battery, yes. it's big. How about if you have hydrogen? I, I spoke with someone on the Lindy board yesterday. Okay. You know, they want to, hydrogen is a very real fuel. And uh, it's got to be mandated by government. But how about water as a fuel? I think water would be a positive. No, no, I know that. Yeah, that's, I thought you were asking me. You said, how about water as a fuel? Oh, and I, I said, well, it, yeah, I think Apple, I'm in favor. Yeah, Apple yeah. had always been considered that that would be the holy grail. Steve Jobs loved the idea of. I think a lot of people have thought that. Yeah. H.G. Wells may have thought that. I don't know. H.G. Wells. Yeah. Rod Serling thought about it. Thank you, David. Yeah. No, uh, Carl, this is a huge market. And I don't. But what I didn't like, frankly, was that the stock jumped four points after the bell. 
uh, on what may or may not be something that they may or may not be doing in a period where it may not be. Well, but, Jim, building an automobile is not a small undertaking. It's an enormous undertaking. It's I mean, it's even hard to imagine you could keep something like that quiet. Now, Reuters in its story is giving some details about the Apple uh, examining the chemistry for the battery called LFP or lithium iron phosphate, which is inherently less likely to overheat and safer. And they're talking about a monocell design that bulks up the individual cells in the battery. I mean, this is a major undertaking. By the way, we're not just talking about EV. We're talking about a fully autonomous vehicle. Eventually, we'll get there. I mean, the three of us have sat talking about autonomous vehicles now for years. In fact, I think we even talked about 2021. Oh, will they be all over the place? Well, clearly not. But one day, yes, one day they will be EV. Maybe they'll even be powered by water the way you're saying, although that seems unlikely. But they certainly will be autonomous as well. And then the question becomes, is Apple, is it an important part of their business strategy to be involved in some way in that? Look, I I think that what Carl started with is, is the right one. If they have a product that's superior to, let's say it, to Tesla, then they're going to put it out. Uh, if they don't, then they won't. I mean, uh, has Tim Cook ever put out a product where he didn't think that the customer satisfaction would be right? But then again, you know, they've got Apple Car. I mean, that was something that they went against Samsung. Uh, Dinesh Paliwal sold uh, his company to Samsung and they, uh, Harman. Uh, and I think Samsung's doing quite well. But if you have the rest of the car, well, that's very significant. I just don't think that you want to buy the stock up for today, uh, knowing that they say no comment. And, David, you're absolutely right. Maybe there's something with the battery. But what, do they have satellite photos? And what do they have, David? They have satellite photos? <laughs> oh, you mean the reporters? Do they yeah, have satellite? No. Uh, they have scan? I would assume they have scans? sources, people who are talking to them. I, I cannot, ver- I cannot uh, discuss. People the, talking. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The accuracy of the report, but it's interesting. And to Carl's point, Jim, it's something we've been talking about for years, right, Carl? I mean, these reports come and go, and then you sort of don't hear anything about them, and it's very much unclear where the effort really stands, if there even is one of significance. Well, maybe somebody thought it yep. had a, you know, not a, a virtual cocktail with somebody else, a Zoom cocktail, and it came up. Boy, wouldn't it be great to have a better car? Yes. And now we're talking about it, and the stock's moving billions of dollars. I'm just saying that tomorrow we may not have the story. Let's move uh, it's a, it's a good point, Jim. Story may, may well be early. Yeah. Yeah. Still to come this morning, Starwood Capital's Barry Sternlich's going to join us, along with former baseball superstar Alex Rodriguez on their project partnership in Miami and a lot more. I uh, got some news on Peloton. That's going to open at an all-time high today. Uh, price target increases on Corvo, uh, Dell, and more. Let's go walk on the streets back in a moment. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. 
Alphabet's Google unit and Facebook allegedly agreed to cooperate and assist one another on any investigation into online ad cooperation. That's according to an unredacted version of a lawsuit filed by 10 states against Google last week. It was reviewed by the journal. The lawsuit reportedly says the two companies knew their deal could result in an antitrust investigation, but a Google spokesperson tells CNBC, quote, the idea that this was a secret deal is just wrong. Uh, Jim, we sort of got the sense that uh, there would be this kind of uh, cooperation when Texas announced the suit last week. Yeah, and I know Facebook is out there saying that what they did is certainly uh, uh, not equal to what the attorneys general are saying. But when you look at the Google, I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at the Google uh, their rebuttal to the government. It's almost as if they're saying to the government, "Are are you guys kidding me? And my favorite line, there's absolutely, we deny, we deny, we deny, we deny, we deny, we deny. And then you, you get to this page, uh, and it says, this is amazing, David, how revelatory this is. Uh, they deny, deny, and then Google admits that it sometimes sells ads. Google it denies any remaining allegations. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, there you go, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to read it. It's funny because it's, uh, you know, it, it, it originated from Texas right after they sued to try to overturn the election. Um, but it's been joined by a number of states, as you said. It, but the DOJ's complaint, which is certainly one that we will continue to focus on, uh, did not contain this no. allegation. Right. Uh, so I think that does bear mentioning I- because the DOJ spent a lot of time investigating here prior to initiating well, its case. Well, I've done a lot of thinking about this. Against Alphabet. What, what, yes, but Alphabet. What they need more than anything, I am not being facetious, is they needed Bing to be better. They talk about Bing. Uh, they say Bing offers consumers rewards for using Bing. I mean, but if Bing were stronger, then I think the government's case would be uh, much weaker. Uh, Bing, is, Microsoft's got a lot of money, but Bing doesn't really resonate with people, David. I, I don't know when you, sometimes you get tricked into using Bing. Uh, yeah, I don't really go to Bing, do I? Nobody does. I think Very of few Bing. People when I think of Bing, Bing, I think of White Christmas, Carl, right now. Right? I still, but I'm still They're using, bingle. I'm still using Ask Jeeves, Carl. Remember that one? Ask, Ask Jeeves. Jeeves. Yeah. Yeah. See who play. That was actually IAC. They got another deal this morning. They're spinning off Vimeo. I mean, that was an IAC business. Yeah. But they've created a great deal of value. I kid when I talk about Ask Jeeves which became Ask.com, which I, I don't know what it is now. But How about the virtual the dating that they've gotten? So, you know, there's a lot of virtual dating. IAC. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's very, very powerful. It, they've, they've done, if you look back at, this is their 11th spin. Really? IAC spin of Vimeo. Yeah. 11th. Well, there you go. Um, Barry Diller. Always moving stuff around, but creating value. Right, you should come on our show. He comes on the other show. He always goes show. on the other show. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, years ago, he used to be uh, 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 one of my guests uh, frequently, but then I lost him. Like I, I never, to- I didn't take him though. Unlike most, of no, your you guests. didn't. No, you didn't. He went other places. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there are certain stocks. I just mentioned certain stocks that go up every day. Uh, Square and PayPal, and a lot of this is. I just mentioned. Him. I'm not mentioning them randomly. I'm just saying when you look at the tape on, underneath us in the morning, what runs? Okay, EV. And Square and PayPal. And we got one more note today, again, saying that Square, uh, Deutsche Bank, 255, 215. And it's it's the cash app. And we don't talk about it enough, but it's how younger people, younger people in Robinhood, Carl, 
and younger people are using the Cash App from Square. And it's just, we're geriatric. That's what they use. I use, like, a credit card. Hey, Dave, you still carry yeah. credit cards? Yeah, okay. I, I do. I use credit cards. I even have some cash. So I, am I a, a troglodyte? Am I a, a velociraptor? Yes. With a credit card? You're both. You're both. You're a new yeah, dinosaur. Better than cash, guys. A new old dinosaur. Man, cash is cash is truly dead. But you're right, Jim. Uh, both DB and BTIG up their target on Square at least this morning. We'll talk about and that up. and this uh, and this purchase of Precore by Peloton. What that might mean for capacity constraints as futures are mixed. Don't go anywhere. For more than a decade, Comcast has been committed to bridging the digital divide and connecting millions to affordable high-speed internet. But the barriers to get connected go well beyond affordability. Through Project Up. Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach millions with digital skills training, resources, and opportunities needed to succeed in a digital world. Project Up, building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. You seek the key, but first, you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. All right, we got an opening bell uh, about six minutes or so away. Let's get to uh, the Mad Dash. Honeywell. Yes, David, one of the things that Darius Damtech has done is he systematically left what I think are more pedestrian industries in auto and housing and bulked up on technology. Uh, Technology is a service for uh, all sorts of different industries, whether it be Amazon. They have, well, Amazon has Zebra, but they have this Intel. They have an Intelligrated, which is the way that you run warehouses. Okay, and it's fantastic. But now, David, they buy a company called Sparta Systems, which is a way to be able to, uh, uh, let's say, help regulate life sciences buildings. And the reason why this is important, it's all the subscription. So right. you have software as a service by Honeywell for buildings. And I think that we have a lot of companies that toss around software as a service. But if you want your building to be run well, particularly with, in terms of climate, well, you got to go to Honeywell. Now, Honeywell has been viewed for a long time as just a, a play on aerospace. Yes. And Dara Stamchuk has really made that into an obsolete way to look at this company. This is a company that makes it so that your building runs well. And given the fact that we know that the building is the principal place, for instance, where you get COVID, uh, building is where a lot of people are who get sick, or a building is, is often your way to be able to get your margins up if you do it right, then this is a very important deal, even though it's only $1.3 billion, And I'm sure in the annals of your M&A world, is just something that you regard as being a uh, a, a fly picayune, yeah, it's very small. Yeah, very small. But it's, um, I mean, it's, it's not as though this company is not known for thermostats and having been in sort of the way to regulate air and things of that nature. Right. I mean, that's been their one of their core businesses. Well, they got out of the resi- residential is actually an upgrade to the resi- residual. But what right. I like about this, David, is that Damcheck has made Honeywell into a technology company about buildings instead of a building company that has some technology. Mm-hmm. And it's it's resonating because if you look but, at this company, uh, is it's the doing market much ready better. to give it a different multiple or just based it's it being on the re-rated as we speak? Are, you know, it's being re-rated ready as we speak. Now, we have to go, David, because okay. someone in my ear has said that. Yes, but I did want to finish by saying Darius Damchuk is a visionary, but so is Dave Cody. Now right. we have to Dave go. Dave Cody, the former CEO who yeah. runs that, uh, was a SPAC. He's the chairman yeah. of the SPAC. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, we got uh, now uh, four minutes until an opening bell. A lot of stocks to hit this morning. Anybody keep an eye on QuantumScape? We'll get to that one as well. Oh, mighty. Go up another 30. Getting ready for a Tuesday morning opening bell. Of course, coming off of that uh, upside reversal from yesterday, where the Dow wiped out a 423-point loss, Jim. And, and to your earlier point, added some additional gains, uh, depending on the name, after the bell, um, on a day where it got a bunch of different headlines for a week that is typically pretty thin. Yeah, I mean, I'm, one of the things I'm kind of a, uh, uh, amazed at is there's certain stocks that kind of, uh, they just gravitate higher. They levitate. Um, today, uh, MP Materials, which is a rare earth. Uh, plug Power, once again, just up very big. Now, a lot of these are uh, Robin Hood people. Or, you know, I, I don't want to generalize too much about Robin Hood last night. They don't like to wait till 9.30. They're in there buying at 4.30 in the morning. Every day, I see them buying at 4.30 in the morning. Very impressive. There's the opening bell, guys, and we'll watch the S&P heat map uh, fill in. I, we do want to get to uh, Peloton, Jim. Buying pre-core for $420 million gives it about 600,000 additional fee, square feet of manufacturing capacity. Key goes to 185. That's a street high uh, on a deal which they call highly synergistic. And we know what a problem uh, product delays have been for people who want a bike. Yeah, look, I, I think that the big rap against Peloton was, wait a second, there's big back order. It's kind of like what happened with Thor last night that I had the motorhome uh, RV. Big back order, but hey, maybe we get the vaccine. Uh, they're stuck with a lot of inventory, but obviously they think that this is much more than just a, uh, a bike. It's a, a way to be able to connect with people. It's a, it, look, it's a fantastic product. People love it. I thought it was interesting that this pre-course sold a few years ago to a company in Europe from Illinois Tool Works, and it, Illinois Tool Works is a great company, but it just didn't fit. And they didn't even sell it. It was like about $100 million and change. So, David, I mean, in your M&A world, it is interesting just in a few years something goes from very small to very large. And I was thinking of you yesterday with, with Thomas Bravo. Yeah. And Toma how, Bravo. Toma Bravo. Toma Bravo. Toma Bravo. Yeah, they do Alpha it backwards. Alpha Zebra. Yeah. Um, but what's incredible is that there's these transactions that occur, like Ellie May, where they buy something and they have a vision. Yep. And then four years later, they sell it for four times. That's the way it's supposed to work. And, and this is Toma what Bravo has like done that. a very good job of that. I think they've got, what, a 40% return on a lot of their stuff. They're very good, man. IRR, yeah. They're very They're good, good, focused on technology. You referenced yesterday's large, fairly large M&A transaction. What was it called? Real, uh, it was a... Real Page? Real Page. That was a um, fantastic deal. Yeah. They're really smart. Um, I read Real Page's explanation of what they do, and I still couldn't quite figure it out. David, it's technology and real estate. What more do you yeah, need to know? Yeah, exactly. It was technology and real Speaking estate. Speaking of they real, 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 was real, real uh, outperformed today by Baird. You know, that's the resale on the rise. Interesting. Right. Real Page, real, real. There, there you go. That's right. There you, know, you go. Look. Oh, yeah, there is real, real. Well, that's a, it's making a movie after being dormant. There was a... Remember, there was a special uh, that CNBC did. Yes, the question questioned practices. some of the, yes. But it's back. My wife uses it. You know what else Pretty is back is your favorite company, QuantumScape. I mentioned it at the end of the mad dash there. I hope it's up. Uh, of course it's up, but only 7%. It had looked like it might be uh, up. That could, that could be the end of it. That'd be up so. more than that. Um, curious as to whether this has been traded at 4 or the 4.30 trading bunch. Yeah, we like did a piece name. on that. I mean, look, there's people, um, you ever, ever seen the cheerleaders, like right now for Palantir? If you say something wrong about Palantir, yeah. Carl, this is a cheerleading stock. We need to do a series of, of stocks that are just 
every day people come out and cheerlead as if it is, oh my, 1999, when we used to cheerlead for certain companies. Not us. No. No, we would question some of the valuations and then, and then uh, I, I, as I've said, Carl, I would get attacked in the old-fashioned way. People would write me letters. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, you insisted on truth. That's always been I one kept, of your raps. I kept a bunch of them. Yeah. Just to, you got to remind yourself. So, yeah, now they attack you in different ways, but it's the same basic sentiment, I think. Look, Palantir's good company. Which is like, yes. which is, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Just leave us alone. Well, I don't know. I mean, I find that uh, On the regulatory EV, front. Whew. Yeah. Uh, uh, guys, uh, Fitbit, Jim, uh, down 5% as uh, regulators in Australia uh, reject the Google acquisition on some, uh, on some antitrust concerns. I mean, um, it's been doing a whole lot of nothing for several months, but it's going to take you back to levels that we last saw in late September. Well, I mean, you know, frankly, this shows you the hatred that people have for these big, big, cap, these big cap technology companies. I mean, Dave, come on. Who is this a threat to? I don't know. They got it past everybody else, but they couldn't get it past Australia. They've been struggling to get this deal done for years now. Uh, the Fitbit deal. It's a small deal, Chinese transaction. But uh, it's uh, part of the merger agreement. They got to get Australia. So I'm not quite sure what they do now. No, they don't. I mean, just to go back for a second to Quantum to uh, QuantumScape. Yes, sir. EV, EV. Okay, they've got what's called a better electric vehicle battery that they're working on. By the way, uh, it's entirely possible, David, because you broke the story. I didn't break a thing. We brought the CEO on that morning. Jagdeep. Yes. Well, he was very convincing. Check him saying he was, he was, and I had they seem to have, uh, they seem to have generated a lot of enthusiasm. But I mean, this is an example. Now Apple's cooling off, Carl. Thank heavens, because I don't want people to get hurt. But if you have a better electric battery, given the fact that what happened with the stock of Tesla, people can't resist. Tesla is the stock that broke mm. how we view stocks. It is, it's a totally unconventional way to look at stocks. And younger people look at a, a company that can make a better battery, and they dream dreams. They don't go with the spreadsheet. They see things that we don't see, Carl. They have a vision. Um, yeah. I, well, we'll see how that works out in the long run, Jim. But to your point on Apple, I mean, you're almost talking to post-split high, going back to essentially Labor Day weekend. Uh, when uh, when the split happened uh, well, at 137, they would take that out. I think the 12 selling well. I think that the last major story we had was that they're that they ha- they've had to build more parts. Remember, this is also viewed as a Biden stock uh, because you can take off the table uh, angry tweets that aren't about with the Wisconsin Supreme Court or David was Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. What are the other ones that are still there aren't any. No, there's no. not. There's no. 57 varieties of ketchup. I was yeah, there are. Yeah, there's still. All right. I don't know, you can talk to Lindsey Graham. He's got, he's, he's, he's on it. But what I look at when I see these EV stocks is I see people literally who say, how could I go wrong? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the whole country's going EV, right? Biden wants to go EV. Yeah. So why not own every single there EV? Is, Plug power. There is a belief for that hydrogen. the Biden administration, which is certainly seems to, from the appointments we're aware of right now, made climate change a key, a key concerns, a key uh, area of focus for the administration. You could imagine that there are going to be efforts made in those areas in terms of renewables, including what you're talking about, uh, Jim. And, you know, and if Apple really does follow through in some way with, a, with an automobile, 
Right. I mean, how many suppliers would they have? How many chip oh companies my, would they be calling? And we talk right now, we focus on so many of the key suppliers for the iPhone. But No, you're right. Man. Yo, and I also do want to say, even Robinhood is not an extended hours place. They're, uh, they, their uh, pre-market is 9 a.m., but there's a lot of sites, Carl, that, yeah. that, that bid up Apple up for this. No, morning. we're not talking. When we say that there's trading at 4 in the morning, and there is, by the way, it's not on the Robinhood platform. No, it's not on the platform. Right. And I have to be very careful. I mean, I had Robinhood on last night, and they're very well organized about this issue, so i got to be careful when I say that the Robinhood types. That is, uh, that is I think, um, let's just say, too broad a brush. But there are a lot of people, Carl, who cannot wait to trade. And this is not like the Tokyo trades that we used to do at 1 a.m. when they would tell us, look, that's when Tokyo Electron <laughs> opens up. These are people who, I, frankly, I don't really understand why they think at 3.30 a.m. when I get up that that's the time to buy Royal Caribbean. Why is that the time to buy Royal Caribbean? Why can't we wait till 9.30? <laughs> like, oh, David, you know what? Yeah. I can't wait for Norwegian. I've got to buy Norwegian now. What is that? Jim, you did talk to Vlad last night, um, not so much about the demographic, although you got to that as well, but also pressing back at some of the regulators, particularly Massachusetts, that came down on them with that complaint last week. Take a listen. Disagree with the allegations there. Um, and while I can't comment on the specific, uh, specific uh, matters with regulators, um, I think what's really important to understand is that we serve many different types of customers. We're committed to operating a self-directed brokerage with integrity, transparency, and in compliance with, with all of the applicable laws and regulations. Oh, Jim, satisfactory answer to you? Well, I mean, one of the things that I would have said if I were Vlad is that they don't allow short selling. Uh, they don't allow uh, naked option sale. And... Those would have been, uh, if I were Vlad, uh, which I'm not, uh, although I am close, definitely a cousin of Vlad, Vladimir Lenin, but I would have clearly have said that, and I didn't really understand why he didn't. Uh, it would be one of those things where that would have showed you that, they, that Massachusetts is wrongheaded because they're actually a little more, Robin is a little more uh, stringent than other places, David. So also uh, they said that there were 70 outages. Apparently Robin does not believe there's 70 outages. So there, there was a more, uh, a, a more uh, let's say, uh, dispositive case than Vlad offered that I just offered. Yes. Yes. You, yes. But yes. What is it, like prosecution rest or something? It's an like affirmation of what you're saying. Correct. Yeah. Well, if you just say yes, that means like no. If you expand, it means like yes. I guess I'll just add, uh, actually come back with a question, which is one we've asked a number of times. You have to ask it in the form of a question. Is, is this going to can, They have a growing community of, of, uh, of people who are investing, right? I right. mean, I don't know what the numbers are. I think they're are. up you to 16 million do. now. It was 13 million, but they, didn't, they would not right. confirm that. But JMP would have 16 million strong. Average users over what period of time? Well, it's a, that's, how many, that's how many users they uh, have. I just, is it going, I mean... Do you see it just continuing to rise or is yeah, it going with to plateau? With the new 600 bucks? Yeah. That's 600 bucks for people who have a job and doing well. David, they can either take it to DraftKings and Barstool or they can take it to Robinhood. Right. They now, can do a 16 parlay. There are many, Apple, many people Microsoft. who need that money to feed themselves no, or know, pay I'm rent. Not, no, I know that. But I'm just yeah. talking about how you can uh, buy points. When it comes to Apple, you know, buy a few. No, that's you can't buy points. But there's 
Carl, there's an incredible synergy between those who gambled uh, on stocks and those who gambled on sports. When sports were closed, wow. I mean, these people were coming in and buying. Hey, listen, I want to let, let me buy plug power giving. Seven. Yeah, but we thought that they'd go back to sports. And no, they got they're hooked. Just, they're splitting their loyalties. They, at got, the very least, they got hooked. They, they got hooked, David. They got hooked. Yeah. yeah. Carl, and I'm going to give you Tesla and I'm going to give you 15 points. OK. Yeah. No, they, they found the bandwidth to do both, Jim. Yeah, that's giving that's for sure. Uh, travel names under pressure. Uh, some cruise lines and hotels, although some of the Apple ecosystem and tech doing well, the Nasdaq screen. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. Good morning, guys. Uh, happy Tuesday, everybody. Uh, sort of a flattish open here. The main question is, does this story about the U.K. and the, the vaccines over there, about the new strain, really change the narrative a lot? And I think the answer for the moment appears to be no, although that could change. You do see some weakness in the reopening themes, though. The banks have been uh, banks had some good news on Friday and they've been holding up. But Energy stocks have been weaker recently. Industrials has kind of lost a lot of their energy. Uh, the REITs, the real estate firms, have lost a lot of their energy. Tech's been holding up very well. But there's definitely some COVID winter concerns that are floating around out there. Meantime, uh, we keep seeing historic highs in some of these big exchange-traded funds that are around thematic ideas. Uh, anything around clean energy. Uh, that IPO ETF, that second one there, another historic high that's just been on fire. $700 million in assets under management now. Great year for uh, IPOs. Uh, online retail has been strong. People love buying uh, online retail using these, these uh, ETFs. Uh, and solar stocks have been really strong. This is not something that's happening today. Every day for months on end. And yes, you can say, of course, a new Biden administration will have interest in clean energy. But people have been going in buying these thematic ETFs. Take a look at, the, at the, how these, uh, these thematic tech ETFs have been doing just in the month of December. Uh, cybersecurity, lithium and battery, cloud computing, clean energy. You can watch the flows of these, which is why I watch the ETFs, because people come in and buy them and they have to create new ETF shares by buying the underlying stocks in these. And so you can actually watch creations. You can watch investor enthusiasm wax and wane in these ETFs, which is why I follow flows. And it's, the flows have been tremendous since May, uh, starting back in May. So uh, this is really a theme, and people love buying uh, these kinds of ETFs and tech uh, thematic ETFs uh, in this matter. Meantime, I think the important thing is whether the bull narrative has changed around this UK news about a new, new strain uh, in the vaccine. Um, this, the feeling seems to be the new virus version won't be any more resistant to the vaccines. If that is the case, then this bull narrative is intact. And the bull narrative is the COVID winter is coming. It's going to be three, four, five months. But the holy trinity is still in place. You've got a smooth rollout of vaccines. You've got a massive stimulus. And you've got second quarter reopening and improved earnings overall. That still seems to be firmly in place. Now, look at yesterday on the S&P. What you had yesterday at the open was a freakout by what we call weak hands and a lot of people concerned that this may be a, a game changer in terms of the narrative and trying to protect earnings for the year. But as you can see, when a lot of people thought about it, actually the narrative seemed to be relatively intact and there was buying in the middle of the day. That was quite a reversal, but that's a weak hands uh, at the open story concerned that there's a bigger narrative going on here. Um, 
Also, I would bear in mind that the COVID winter story is very, very real. And you're going to see it in commentary from various companies that are out there. Look at CarMax, for example. Um, this is a very good example. CarMax had excellent numbers. Their earnings, they, they beat on the earnings expectations by almost 25%. So just looking at the headline bottom, at the headline number, the earnings were, were outstanding. But look a little bit below the hood here. Comparable used auto sales fell almost 1%. Uh, it looked like demand softened in the latter part of the quarter. Sales trended down in the latter part of the quarter. That's the COVID winner story there. And I think you're going to hear more of this. Uh, and CarMax has had a decent year. It's performed about in line with the S&P. It's up about 15 percent. But you see it you know, down on this, simply on the, on the expectations that uh, they're going to see softer sales uh, in the month and perhaps the next one or two quarters ahead. Uh, does it mean that uh, it's a terrible situation in 2021? No, but it does remind everyone about what we're going to have to be going through in the next three, four and five months. Carl, back to you. All right, Bob. Let's see in a bit, uh, Bob Pisani. We did get some eco data today, final GDP. We got some more at the top of the hour. Let's get to Rick Santelli. Good morning, Carl. Indeed, as a matter of fact, when I Look back at the GDP, not only was it a bit better than expected, the personal income number at 41% is very solid. And Atlanta GDP now for the fourth quarter is showing a number a little bit north of 11%. So uh, 2020 has been a horrible year when you think corona. But from a standpoint of markets and net change, if we get a GDP that's at 11% like Atlanta GDP now thinks, it is going to put this 2020 much closer to the zero mark. Still, still going to be down, but not a super lot. Uh, we'll put a pen to it later and look at that. If we look at what's going on in the markets, it's pretty easy. Look at a 24-hour of 10s, a U-turn from mid-90s back down. You open it up to one week, you know, mid-90s, mid-90s, mid-90s. That's what stops the market. But if you open it up to early August, and August 4th, I want to remind you, was the lowest yield close of all time, a little higher than 50 base points, so basically half 1%. You can see, I mean, obviously we've almost doubled from half 1% to almost 1%. So rates have definitely firmed a bit. The real issue is, is the intersection between what the Fed's trying to do with regard to manage rates and what the economy's going to do post-COVID. That's really what many traders are concentrating on in the big picture. Foreign exchange, well, 2020, especially the latter half, is really the euro year, all about the euro. If you look at the euro dollar, uh, it's hovering at the best level since the spring of 2018. If you look at the euro versus the yen, the euro is hovering at the best levels in one year since the spring of 2019. And if you look at the euro versus the pound, and remember, this Brexit at the end of the year is really starting to get complicated with some of the issues regarding this uh, supposed COVID strain and how going in and out of the UK is going to be problematic. Look at this. Right now, if we're 91 plus in the euro versus the pound, it was right around 76 plus on that June uh, 2016 vote. So basically, you're looking what now seems to be a euro that's almost 20% stronger than it was when that vote occurred. So it is a bit misleading, but right now, euro currency is where investors seem to be most comfortable. Carl Jim David, back to you. All right, uh, Rick, we'll see you in a few minutes. Uh, Rick Santelli. Still to come this morning, as we said earlier, Alaska Air CEO Brad Tilden on his company ordering 68 uh, Boeing Max jets with an option for another 52. He'll join Phil LeBeau in our next hour. Don't go away. 
U.S. Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon saying dozens of Treasury Department email accounts were compromised as part of that suspected Russian hack. His comments come after a briefing for Senate Finance Committee members yesterday. Wyden says the hackers gained access to the email system by manipulating internal software keys, something, uh, Jim, that we did discuss uh, with the Treasury Secretary yesterday. Right. And I think that it's a lesson that I'm not even sure anybody knows what what necessarily meant. No, it's almost impossible to deny or say that nobody has something. Uh, and I think, David, you followed uh, all of these issues very closely. And you know that people don't really know what's been compromised. Yeah. And the problem is they don't know. And they that's don't know. Yeah. And the Russians are still in there now. Uh, uh, Secretary Mnuchin did talk about the classified versus unclassified networks. Take a listen. I will say the good news is there's been no damage, uh, nor have we seen any large amounts of information displaced. Um, I think, as you know, in this day and age where everything is connected, uh, the issue of cybersecurity is very, very important. And th this is something that we will be continue to be focused on. But uh, we, are, we are working with the National Security Council. We're working with the intel agencies. And, and I can assure you we are completely on top of this. Well, that, that remains to be seen, Jim, how on top of it you can be when you don't know what the Russians know. Well, I would install uh, Okta, which is like a bulkhead on a, on a ship. Uh, I would install Zscaler. Uh, you have to do these things. Palo Alto Net. You have to have them. Call. Yeah, Jim, uh, we'll, we'll see what kind of uh, response some of these cyber uh, response companies get. We'll take a break here. A lot more still to come, including some consumer confidence numbers at the top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Time for Stop Trading. And Jim? Uh, great comp company, Illumina, uh, Dr. Gottlieb on the board of it. Uh, this morning, Piper comes out and says this grail is underappreciated. Remember, that's the blood drop that gives you all sorts of information about whether you have cancer or not, or different kinds of cancers. Really fabulous company, underappreciated by Wall Street. I totally agree. All right, Jim. How about tonight? Okay. Uh, one of my favorite executives, M Melissa Wright from the Container Store, she saved it, is retiring. I'm going to give her her swan song. She's done a fantastic, fantastic job. And then you want a real winner? Jeff Lawson. He runs Twilio. And we're going to talk about a special thing that he's doing to keep people from being hungry. David, just like you mentioned, we should be talking about this stuff all the time, Carl. There are people out there doing great things, many times bigger than the government, which is shocking because the government's real big. Jim, we will see you at 6. Thank you. Uh, great show, as Thank always. Uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.